Ron Raymond here from the Ram Report for a Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, October 13th. Hope you have yourself a good start to your Thirsty Thursdays. As always, don't forget, subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right-hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. Today's podcast is brought to you by your friends at HockeyPicks.com. Sign up today and follow the top hockey pickers Right here at HockeyPicks.com. Yours truly. Another good night last night. Went 4-2 at HockeyPicks.com. And you can follow always the top pickers each and every day. Right here at HockeyPicks.com. Starting next Tuesday, BballPicks.com. If you like uh, playing the uh, basketball, B-ball hoops, uh, B-ball hoops, BballPicks.com is where you want to make your hoops picks. And uh, hopefully you will sign up for basketball starting next Tuesday. Also, we got uh, ParleyCalculator.com. If you go to the Parley Calculator, and you say, you know what, if I'm going to play a three-team parlay today and I'm going to take all underdogs, how much is that uh, parlay going to pay? So let me go here. Let's say I got a 150 underdog, a 170 underdog, and a 220 underdog, and I put, uh, let's say I put $50 on a three-team parlay. Well, you click on Calculate, and you can see it pays $1,000 and $1,030, and uh, you can use this each and every day at ParlayCalculator.com. Season number 11, the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest. All you got to do... If you want to play, a new week starts today, Thursday Night Football, and uh, you can still, even though you haven't signed up at the beginning, you can still win a weekly prize. Go to WorldSeriesOfHandicapping.com, enter uh, your uh, picks, seven units to one unit, rate those seven selections, sides your total, and if you can win the week, you will win a free one-year membership right here at ATSStats.com. And lastly, ATS Calculator, speaking of more calculators, hey, how do the bookmakers get that number? And if you're going to play the Thursday Night Football game tonight, and you're wondering, you know, what? what's the real line? Remember I talk about perception versus reality? What is the perception going into tonight's game, right? Well, according to the bookmakers, the bookmakers got tonight's game as a pick and they got the over-under listed right now at 38. And uh, let's say we go to the calculator and we go to NFL and we do Washington against Chicago. Survey says we got Washington, the commanders, winning tonight by 1.37 points and the over-under landing over the total at 40.48. And that, my friends, is how the ATS Calculator works. Check it out today at ATSCalculator.com. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you are in the World Wide Web of the Internet. Hopefully, you're having yourself a good uh, top of your morning. My name is Ron Raymond, a five-time sports handicapping champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, that crazy Canuck above the uh, 49 parallel, and it's a, a rainy day here in the nation's capital. A little, uh, little uh, cool too. I think it's what? Uh, no, it's not bad actually. It's 14 degrees. Hey, still can get that golfing weather. But you know, the thing about golfing at this time of year is you better be straight in the fairways, right? You don't want your ball going into the uh, the rough or even to the the the, uh, the sides. All the leaves falling here, uh, you're gonna lose your golf ball, right? That or you bring a lot of golf balls. But uh, it's uh, 14 degrees though. It's a nice day in the nation's capital. In the temperature wise heat rainy not so much we're gonna get a lot of rain here today and hopefully it's raining w's where you're at and uh big win last night for the montreal canadians yeah hey that's the way you want to start a uh, nhl season in front of your home fans a little long of a uh um, introduction ceremony but it's montreal the one thing with the 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 canadians it's like the yankees right if you look at the the storied franchise montreal is right up there with the new york yankees and a uh, big win last night for the habs against the toronto maple Leafs. and uh, you know that always makes me laugh and smile hey because i'm an ottawa center fan anytime we can beat the Leafs, you know i'm a happy guy right sorry bo jackson i know you're a toronto guy but i'm an ottawa guy it's it's all fun and you know it's all it's all for fun and giggles right but uh, yeah big win last night 
had the uh, had the Habs on the puck line. Had the Rangers the other night, so I'm two 0 to start the NHL season, and uh, hopefully we can keep her going here today. All right, uh, got a great show lined up for you guys here today on the Rim Report. We got Ross the Boss Benjamin from RBWins.com. You know what? Ross is absolutely killing it this year in the NFL football. If you haven't followed Ross's NFL plays, you want to get on these plays because uh, he is absolutely crushing it. He had the Raiders on Monday night. He had Cincinnati. He lost with Washington. I think that was his only loss last week. And, you know, a game he could have won, right? <laughs> I had Washington too, but we lost that one. He had the over in the Bears, Buffalo. Uh, yeah, Ross is absolutely killing it in the NFL, and I can't wait to uh, talk to Ross the boss at the top of the hour. And you know what? Ross comes with a lot of experience, a lot of pearls, and uh, we, we'll see if we can get Ross going today. It's always fun to get Ross a little animated. <laughs> hey, it makes for a good, uh, makes for, as they say, good for radio, good for a show, but um, hey, it's just the pearls, baby. That's what we want to do, bring you guys a lot of wisdom and a lot of pearls to the show. And this way, you go into the weekend with a lot of confidence and you feel like Ric Flair, right? All right. All right. So I want to say good morning to the bullpen. All rise for F. Uh, F is in the house. First one in. F for first, right? Uh, Hotlanta in the house. Hope everyone is doing well and ready for the pearls with Coach and Ross the Boss Benjamin. Hashtag chop on. Rise and grind. Yours truly said that. Brent Vienni. Good morning, Brent. Morning all. Baylor, Toronto, two-team parlay. Uh, Telly's in the house. Top of the morning to Telly. A nice little sunshine right there with the uh, Telly uh, icons right there. Scott Champion's in the house. Good morning, Scotty. Who's Mizzou? The network. Hey, they're always good. Always good to have the network back in the house each and every morning. And F uh, says, team, it was raining in Atlanta yesterday, and Braves followed up with a shutout victory. And uh, there's the old uh, pose right there and a the thumbs up from F for fantastic. All right, so I see the bullpen is slowly trickling into the uh, the bullpen, and uh, the bullpen is what we call our chat box. And uh, I think I think it's time for a roll call. I think we haven't had a roll call in a long time, right? So basically, a roll call is if you're a first time, long time, you watch the show, and uh, you're just like, you know what? I, I just I'm one of those uh, uh, guys or girls who just I like listening, but I don't really want to partake. Just give us a hey, how you doing? Uh, watch the show, first time, long time, and uh, we'd love to hear from you guys, especially the. Uh, the the newbies right we want to get some newbies into the show and it always makes for a better engagement speaking of engagement i'm gonna to have to put on my thinking cap this weekend got to get more participant uh action more engagement from the audience right i know i feel like a talking head here sometimes uh, that's what happens when you're a one-man band but uh, yeah i would love to get more feedback from the audience more um the, the more feedback you get the more fun the more wittier people get the more hey i'm a, i love one-liners right yeah, we, we need people with some good one-liners. Like uh, Mark Nation's got some good one-liners uh, sometimes, eh? And he gets a uh, dilly dilly. Dilly, dilly dilly. Yeah, morning Mitchell Watson. Good morning, uh, good morning bullpen. And yeah, so great show lined up. And uh, you know what? Let's uh, get after it right now because Ross the boss will be here top of the hour. And uh, I don't want to be uh, sitting here uh, jibber jabbering for an hour, <laughs> for a half hour. Next thing you know, we're uh, we're still in the horse racing section. All right, let's uh, get to the um, the top golden rules of the day, and that's the rain report. And if you follow the rain report, you know I'm all about the uh, the fundamentals. Hey, our EDDs, as I uh, said. Speaking of EDDs, haven't seen uh, Bien Trabajol lately. Hey, our, our DB from uh, went to Iowa is at Vandals, Idol. Uh, all right, so let's talk about value, percentage play, performance cycles, player availability, money management. Those are the in a nutshell. That's basically sports betting right there. If you're thinking about, you know, what's if I'm gonna make a pick. What's my fundamentals of my pick? You know, if I'm looking at my pick and I'm saying, okay, and the thing is, and and I know it's not a cash out Monday, but we're we're trying to get you there, right? We're trying to we're at the three quarter poll. We're going down the stretch. We're trying to get you down to the wire on Monday so you can do a cash out Monday. And um, when you're looking at your pick, take a look today. And here's the thing: I love this section. I, I love starting the day with this. You know why? Because it brings us back to our fundamentals. Because how many times you make a bet the next day, you're like, what was I thinking? Why was it, why did I make that pick? Like my Dodger pick last night, right? Ooh, um, yeah. Hey, hey, Dodgers. How about our offense? <laughs> when are we going to put it together? Yeah, put it together. It's the playoffs. But, you know, when you look at your pick and you say, okay, do I have value in this selection? Yeah, I got value. Is the percentage play in my favor? Yeah, it's in my favor, not the bookmaker's favor. The performance cycles, is there streaks? Are there other um, intangibles that are in my favor? The perform- I call them the performance cycles. Player availability, I don't care who's injured. Next, next man up, next person up, who's available to play? 
and money management how much money am i going to put on that bet and uh that's the uh, that's the key to making your pick right i think education is uh the the key to all performances of all success if you go into your bet uh with a clear mind and you uh you feel you got great fundamentals in that pick hey man i think it gets you to the winner circles more often than not all right today throughout the show you're going to hear me talk about a b and c type teams in the rain report a type teams are teams with a 60 or higher win percentage b type teams are 50 to 59.9 those are your medium type uh, plays those are your moderate public confidence plays medium rewards right and uh c type teams you know my rules about c type teams no you don't do that no, you, you don't, don't do that no why not because they have a record of 49.9 or lower and uh, that's why i don't like betting on c type teams i will bet the odd c type team with beer and pizza money but uh more often than not no, you don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that more often than not. All right. Also, I'm going to talk about bullish, neutral, and bearish teams in the Brain Report. You know, a lot of people will talk about, oh, that team's on a three-game win streak, five-game win streak. I look at it different. Uh, I look at it through cycles, right? Because it's a long season. It's a very long season, and you got to look, is the team going through a good cycle? And I'm going to talk about that uh, today. It's going to be a hot-button topic with Ross probably. But I'm going to talk about, we're getting to the halfway point in college football, and I'm going to talk about, you know, we're at that point now. It's the tipping point. Hey, Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point. You know, some teams are going to go up. Some teams are going to go down. Which team is, uh, they're at the tipping point. You know, the, the, the three-win teams, right? Teams in college football at the three-win mark, where are they going? Where are they going? I think Purdue. I think Purdue is maybe one of those teams. Uh, they're at the tipping point. I think they might go up, especially with Charlie Jones as a receiver, right? All right, bullish, neutral, and bearish type teams. And uh, let's talk about the top 10 commandments of the Ram Report. And uh, whoa, hey, there we go. Top 10 commandments of sports betting. Thou shall not bet big money on C-type teams in the Ram Report. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why, Why not? not? Against, Against the, the rules. rules. Never lay points, take the points, or bet the money line or the over-under. Create your own number. It's your number against the bookmaker's number. Follow a disciplined money management system. That very important. Never force a pick because you need action on a game. Yep, you don't do that. Never chase losing bets on a bad day, bit with your wallet, not your heart. NHL favorites coming off a one-goal loss. Let's keep an eye on that. 60% since 2011. Never bet against A-type teams who are bullish at home. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why not? Against the rules. 24-hour rule of betting. Take a day off after a big win and enjoy the win. And also, rule number 10 of the Ten Commandments, never bet on teams who are in a bearish cycle. Let them work out the uh, the cycle and uh, hopefully get you uh, back to a neutral or a bullish state. All right. Also, if you go to the uh, website and you want to see more betting tips, all you got to do is go to the tools. And this is all free. Go to tools, golden rules of sports betting right down here. Uh, golden rules of betting. Scroll down. And then uh, if you go right here, I got more betting tips. Click on this. It's going to take you to this next page. I got a little bit of a video here. And there's a lot of betting tips on this uh, this page right here. Hey, you know what? If you are new to sports betting, this is the page that you want to spend. It's going to take you some time, right? But making money takes time. <laughs> I say it all the time. You know, when you come, people come into sports betting, they're new what do they want they want the grand slam they want the home run there's nothing wrong with a single take a single hey the odd double but uh just uh, all you got to do is uh, live for another day hit those singles get on the rain report get on the sports betting tips educate yourself about what's going on in the markets and uh, hopefully we can win you some money here on the rain report all right i see uh morning ron uh i like justin fields over 200 passing yards commander's uh secondary is struggling hey as joe namath would say struggling yeah that's the uh chicago uh secondary right now all right uh what's the weather in chicago these days hey where's our gloria k where's our weather uh, girl there gloria k giving us an update on that weather in chicago all right uh let me see here what do we got next on deck we talked about oh yeah let's uh, go and feed the ponies Get him in. They are at the boat. Now they are moving in the gate. Get him in. Yep, they're off and running today at Belmont, the Big A, $20,000 maiden claiming race, 1235 post time today at Belmont, and it's six furlongs on the dirt. Now, if you're wondering today, how come it's Belmont? I thought Belmont stopped during the summer. Well, Aqueduct is going through renovations, and that's why it's called Belmont at the Big A. 
And now you know the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. All right, 12.35 uh, p.m., uh, six furlongs on the dirt. I'm going to recommend the 647 in race number one today at Belmont at the Big A. Number six, Tequila with Dell Davis in the saddle. Number four horse, Gracefully Wild with Carmoose in the saddle at 31%. The last uh, 100 races in the money, 31%. And the number seven horse, Free Chickens. <laughs> I tell you, these guys, these horse racing guys, they kill me. All right, Free Chickens with uh, Manny Franco in the saddle. The number seven horse, free chickens, and your Joker's Wild is the number five horse, Madam Rose. Hey, Madam Rose Castillo in the saddle. Madam Rose, 20 to 1, morning line. And you know what? I'm going to go with Del Davis. I like Del Davis, and I'm going to take the number six horse, Tequila. And uh, if it doesn't kill you, it might, <laughs> Tequila will kill you. You don't want to be drinking that crap. Uh, the number six horse, six to one, morning line. And also, if you're going to bet uh, the number six horse today, Tequila, here's what I recommend. You got a $20 budget, put 10 to win, 10 to place on Tequila. Hey, Tequila. Hey, it reminds me of a good story, but I will get to that another time. Six to one morning line on Tequila. And uh, again, if it comes in first, you get paid twice. Comes in second, you get paid once, which is also nice. And uh, hopefully, Tequila will come in today at Belmont. Inside joke, that's why I'm laughing, and all my friends are probably laughing with me. All right, uh, let's uh, get on with the next segment. And the uh, SBI, the Sports Betting Index, the SBI. I need a good stock market market uh, segment for this one right i need uh i need like uh, you know like a ticket tape uh, let me see i don't have a good uh, how about this i want winners all right we want winners as mike uh, singletary would say sbi the sports betting index and let's go to um nhl just starting mlb uh pretty quiet night in the major league only two games last night uh, one and one for the favorites and underdogs same thing with the over-unders and um you know the sbi when it comes to playoff as you know to me the sbi the sports betting index is is a gauge that i use during the regular season and with the nhl just starting we've got low volume games so you can see right now in the nhl only a handful of games in fact uh, let me see here so far in the nhl 66 percent of the favorites have won so far in the national hockey league 33.8 for the underdogs so um yeah so keep an eye out on that hey big night for the over last night five and one to the over after a little bit of a hot start to the under so uh, you can see the um the over is cashing in right now last night in national league hockey some good games last night some good hockey games in fact uh, montreal beat toronto you had uh, let me see here uh, boston a little surprise a eh, that with um, washington opening night and you go with darcy kemper and uh Boy, that three nothing lead. Hey, worst lead in hockey is two nothing, but three nothing's right up there. All right, uh, let me see here. Like Justin Field. All right, where's uh, where's the bullpen? You guys still awake out there? Hey, I need more interaction from our bullpen here. What, what should be the uh, the question of the day? Maybe the uh, the football game tonight. Who do you like? Let me do that one. Who? Yeah, you guys had it last night with Atlanta. Who do you like today? And let's go with. Oh, that's the wrong uh, box right there. Let me do this. All right, poll question of the day. Who do you like? Commanders? Pick them. Uh, I've got to learn how to write commanders. There we go. Pick them. Or you like the uh, the Bears? The Bears. Pick them. And let's see what the audience likes here tonight. It's a tough one. Uh, it's a tough, tough one. I'll see what the uh, the audience says right now before I give any of my... In I don't want to give my thoughts because sometimes I feel like I'm leading the audience into... Uh, you know, then I don't get a good read of the, uh, the public feel, right? Um, all right, uh, let me see here. What do we got next on deck? We did it. Okay, we got the NHL and NBA preseason. So let's do that right now because in 12 minutes, Ross DeBoss Benjamin will be uh, joining us at the top of the hour. And Ross is going to talk about two games uh, going on this weekend. He likes the, uh, the game between the Colts and the Jaguars. And he also likes NC State against Syracuse, uh, that game there. So we're going to talk about NC State against Syracuse. Uh, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Those are the two games that uh, Ross, the boss, Benjamin will be talking about. Somebody has to win this game, huh? <laughs> Pass for me. I'm off to. <laughs> I'm out of Pepto Bismol. Says Brentview. Yeah, this is a Pepto Bismol game, right? Get the Pepto out because uh, you might need it tonight. All right, let's uh, go to the um, the computer picks and let's get the. Uh, hockey for tonight let me do this and if you go to the website and you're wondering okay how does he get all these um how do i get that dashboard you go to your dashboard right here and then from here if you want the computer picks these this is like the uh 
um, the the Cole's note version of the game. Hey, this is didn't go NHL, and you can see all the uh, the computer picks right here. All right, the uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins minus four hundred tonight against Arizona. Arizona had a horrible year last year, and uh, but they got a good head coach. I like Andre Tourney, good coach. And then uh, looking at tonight's probable starting goalie, you got Vizmelka going up against Tristan Jari for the Pens. A sixty-one point five percent chance of winning tonight on Pittsburgh. Thirty-two point five for the Arizona Coyotes. I tend to agree with uh, the bookmaker here, but I'm not laying four hundred. Ottawa Senators taking on the Buffalo Sabers. You know what? I'm looking forward to see how Buffalo plays this year. Uh, I know they got rid of Eichel last year, but uh, this Buffalo team, uh, they, 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 they played a little bit better at the end of the season. So it's going to be interesting to see how um, they compare tonight. But look at that. The bookmaker making the Ottawa Senators. The Senators got a lot of big names, right? They got some young guns, and uh, I'm here in Ottawa. The only thing I'm a little concerned from Ottawa, it's uh, the back end, right? The defensive line. The defense, is uh, that's my question mark, is the, is the blue line. Um, the minus 125, six is the total. A 53.7% chance of winning tonight for Ottawa against Buffalo, who's got a 40.9. And uh, looking at the uh, probable starting goalies, you know, the one thing in hockey is that, you know, you got to go to these websites. You know, there's startinggoalies.com, there's Rotowire, there's all these, uh, these websites that give you the uh, probable starting goalie. And if they don't have that green check mark, like yesterday, right? We there was a couple of uh, changes. Um, it just that's why I don't want to be, you know give out a pick yet because I gotta know who's in nets. That's a big one for me. Right? A, I told you guys, right? Ask any hockey player, either beer league or you know play junior A or play in the NHL. When you put the starting goalie, everybody's okay on defense. As soon as you put in the backup, <laughs> it's as if hey you played the left wing lock or something. Hey, remember Jacques Lemaire's uh, trap? But yeah, so Forsberg uh, probably against Anderson tonight in Buffalo. I do like Ottawa, but I'm going to wait for a confirmation on the... Like Anderson's going in nets for Buffalo, so I'm going to see about that. New Jersey taking on the Flyers. I don't know where the Flyers are going to get all their goal scoring this year. Minus 132 is the line. Five and a half is the total. Looking at the Devils, a 3-2 victory here. A 56.1% chance of winning today on New Jersey compared to 45.54 uh, the Flyers. The probable starting goalies, uh, Vanacek. Remember, he used to play in Washington and uh, Corey Hart. Hey, Corey Hart. I wear my sunglasses at night. Um, I know it's Carter Hart, but uh, it reminds me of Corey Hart. Hey, remember Corey Hart? Uh, I wear my sunglasses at night. You might need sunglasses today uh, in uh, Philadelphia if they don't uh, get some goals on the on the board, right? Hey, want to hide out of the uh, hide out of the building? All right, uh, OG Weeds in the house. Hey, let's go. Hope uh, everyone's doing great. Good morning to my guy, Coach. Good morning, OG from the ATL. I'm sure OG's in the uh, tip-top shape this morning because his Braves won last night. We didn't see OG after the loss, though. I don't know if we saw OG after that game one, eh? Oh! No, oh, wrong one. Holy cow! <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just ribbing you there, OG. Alright, uh, let me see. Panthers against Allen. That's going to be a good game. This is probably one of the games of the night right here. You got the Florida Panthers, a minus-135 favorite. You know, they got some uh, new additions. I can't believe they got rid of uh, Huberto. Uh, Uberdo now in Calgary. Six is the total. I got uh, 3.4 to 2.3 favoring uh, the Panthers. The probable has got two good goalies going here tonight, most likely. Bobrovsky and Sorokin for the Islanders. And um, 81.8. Wow, that's a high percentage to play right there. And uh, 41.6 for the Islanders. Um, that That's, that's going to be a great game. I do. I got a small lean to the Islanders. I don't know. There's, there's something that tells me that the Islanders might be the play here. Washington taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto coming off. You know what? Toronto looked flat last night. And I told you guys, hey, Matt Murray, uh, you know, he was here in Ottawa. I know he's in Pittsburgh. Whenever I see a traveling goalie like this, it always worries me, right? But I don't understand. Okay, I get it. They played tonight against Washington. They played last night and um, in Montreal. And they went with... Um, Last night in Montreal, they went with Matt Murray, and then they're going to Samsonov tonight against his old teammates, right? I don't know. I, I'm just I'm one of those guys. If your number one is ready, put your number one in. You know, this um, the the the, the coaches in the NHL now. It's um, it's load management, eh? I think uh, I think uh, Kawhi Leonard put load management in, in every league right now because why wouldn't you start your starting goalie? You know. 
back in the day, I know it got off my lawn, you kids. Yeah, it sounded like, uh, you know, in 1932, um, Jacques Plante started for the Montreal Canadiens. But um, start your number one, eh? Everybody wants your number one. The reason why he's a backup, that's the reason why, you know, there's a reason why your goalie's a backup goalie, right? To me, I think um, if Samsonov was ready, you play him last night, but the Leafs looked super flat last night. You know, uh, Matthews didn't look good. Marner showed flashes. I, you know, um, uh, yeah, they, they, they just didn't look good. Nylander, I love Lina. I think Nylander is such a great player, but I think he's, um, I think Nylander could be a really like a top one forward on a team where he's not overshadowed by Matthews and Marner, right? I think he needs, if he wants to be the, you know, get the big paycheck, I think eventually he'll have to go to a team um, that needs a number one, right? I think Nylander is a really good player. Um, 2.8, 3.5 for the Leafs. I think the Leafs come back tonight. Toronto's a different team on home ice. I don't know what it is with home ice with the Leafs, but uh, yeah, I think Toronto um, get the job done tonight. And the Samsonov going for the Buds. New York taking on Minnesota. What another great game. This is going to be a good game. Um, the Rangers coming off that big win against uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay team, it's always a good team, right? Tampa Bay is consistent. You know, uh, New York Rangers at home, they're like the Leafs. Very tough to beat at home. And uh, looking at tonight, um, oh, I forgot to give you the uh, probable for uh, the Washington game. Lindgren, look for Lindgren. I don't know if Kemper is going to go uh, back-to-back, but uh, we'll see. Uh, tonight, you're looking at uh, Shesterkin, Igor Shesterkin against Flurry. See, Gallant gets it, right? Play your number one. Um 54.2% chance of winning for Minnesota. Minnesota. Hey, the one thing with Minnesota, and I showed you guys this uh, here. I'm going to show you guys again. Uh, let me go to the um, my NHL chart right here. Let me bring this. If you ever want to see the coach's record and the um, the NHL, um, uh, where is it? Oh, wrong one. Is it the wrong? No, here, right there. I'll tell you. Uh, in Minnesota, uh, Dean Evison, look at his uh, win percentage at home with the XL Energy Center, 68% overall record, Minnesota, Dean Evison. He wins 68% of the most underrated coach, I think, in the NHL, Dean Evison. All they do, and you look when you look at Minnesota, you know they, they don't have big these high superstar names, right? You know, obviously they do it all with gold. You know, now that Talbot's gone, but they do a lot with defense. Hey, I tell you, the, the uh, Minnesota, they're a tough, tough team if you want to beat them on home ice. A 54.2% chance of winning tonight against 38.8. And uh, you know what? You just Is this a flat spot for the Rangers off that emotional uh, high-octane offense uh, win? Well, even though it was a 3-1 win, they, they got they got some power. Mika Zibanejad missed an empty netter for the hat trick, right? That was... Uh, uh, that was interesting, but um, yeah, you know what? It's going to be tough for the Rangers tonight, but I don't know. I'll have to give that one some more thought. Dallas taking on the National Predators. Now, the Preds played uh, overseas those uh, two games against San Jose, and uh, they got the win. They got two wins, and tonight they're a 135 uh, favorite against Odinger and the Dallas Stars. I like Odinger. I think Odinger's a really good goalie. And uh, a 41.6% chance of winning tonight for Dallas. 60.9 for the Preds. Um, the Preds also pretty good on home ice, but Dallas, we'll see here tonight. Minus 135. Uh, man, these are a lot of, lot, of, um, lot of really close games that I just don't have. Um, I don't have my... Um, my full research done on these teams yet. I'm going to have to do some more research. That's why you got to follow me on hockeypicks.com, right? Colorado, Calgary. Calgary, a little bit of a, uh, a shuffle change, right? You got Huberdo in. Uh, Kachuk is gone. And, uh, you know, now uh, Kadeem Kadri uh, is there. Kazim Kadri. Um, yeah, so Calgary, a little bit of a uh, you know, makeup change right there. But, uh, you know, still a good team. And Colorado, look at that. A, a road underdog. You're defending Stanley Cup champions. A road underdog in Calgary tonight. And we don't know what Calgary is yet, right? You, you lose a lot of good players. And uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah. Then, uh, you know, Johnny Hockey's now gone to... Uh, where, where did Johnny Hockey go again? Uh, Johnny Goudreau. Was it New Jersey? Or I think it was New Jersey, right? Um, yeah, so going to be interesting to see here tonight this game. I like Colorado. Chicago taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. Chicago only got, what, 17 shots last uh, game, last night against Colorado. You, you want to win hockey games, you got to put some uh, put some rubber on the puck, right, on the goalie, right, on the on the net. you got to get to, you got to get shots in the net. Colorado could be a... Um, struggling. Yeah, could be a struggling season. Vegas Golden Knights winning a 4-3 uh, opening night in Los Angeles. A 57.1% chance of winning tonight 
against uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. And uh, minus 360, yeah, we, we'll take a pass on that. And you got the Kings taking on the Seattle Kraken. Kraken losing 5-4 yesterday in the Duck Pond. And the uh, LA Kings trying to get uh, maybe win number one tonight as a 192 favorite. That's a, that's a pretty uh, chalky that's a pretty chalky line right there, 192. Might have to lean with Seattle in this one just uh, on the on the uh, value price, right? All right, let me see if my, uh, my good buddy Ross Benjamin is in the house yet. Uh, let me see here. Start collab. Uh, no, I don't think he's in just yet, but uh, we'll wait for Ross the Boss Benjamin, and he'll be joining us very, very shortly, and uh, looking forward to talking to Ross about some of those games. So those are the uh, the NHL games here tonight. We only got two NBA games this evening. I don't know, how did the, uh, the, the, the picks I gave you guys yesterday, the computer picks, were they any good? Did they win? I'm not too sure. I wasn't able to track them this morning. I got Memphis 108. I got Detroit 103 tonight. You got the uh, the Grizzlies, a five-point road favorite. 214.5 is the line. 211 is the total. And uh, we got a 52.08% uh, chance of winning for Memphis. And we got the Thunder taking on the Spurs. We got a 109 San Antonio, 107 Oklahoma City. And we got the total landing on 217.5. So we do like it to go over the total at 215 in the hook. And we have a 75% chance of winning here for the Thunder compared to 636 for the San Antonio Spurs. All right, uh, let me take a look here if uh, Ross the boss is in the house and uh, just waiting on the uh, on the boss. Hey, let me see here. Uh, do I do that? No. All right, he'll be on very shortly. Maybe I'll check my messages. Maybe make sure he's not having any problems. Uh, no. Uh, okay, we're good there. So, hey, well, Ross likes to make a big entrance. Hey. Eh? <laughs> All right. Let me see if I got. Uh, all right, let me see if you guys have any questions. Uh, let me see what you guys are saying. I knew game one would be shaky with the uh, public, uh, says OG Wheat on us. But I like uh, last year more because we were underdogs. Now we are the target coach. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? Ric Flair says it all the time, right? You be the man. You got to be the man. Yeah, Panthers traded Huberto, Uyghur, and Schmidt, uh, Schwint and picked up Matt Kachuk. That was a lot. I thought that was a lot. Does Ross handicap NHL? Yep, Ross uh, does NHL. Actually, uh, Ross is a good uh, NHL handicapper. Um, yeah, so you know, Ross does NHL, uh, but his NFL is kicking butt for sure. All right, uh, let me see here. Let's uh, hopefully he's got the. Uh, let me just take another look here. Okay, I got. Hopefully he's uh, able to come in. I'll check my. Uh, my messages make sure he's at uh, no yep. all right so he'll be here in just a uh, few minutes and uh, when ross comes in we'll get back to it you know what while we wait for ross let's do this let's take a look at some of the computer picks for college football and uh, let's take a look at some of the games um yeah hey you know what i know i gave out uh, the um the raging cajun last night as a lean i wasn't a pick it was a, you know, a nice hopefully you guys were able to pick that i don't i think it went under also right tonight you got the baylor bears taking on west virginia the mountaineers and uh, the uh, the bears a three-point road favorite the over under at 54 and a half we do like baylor here on the uh, computer pick 29-25, and uh, look at the cow, the chance of winning the percentage play. Uh, 47% for the winner. No, it's not even 50%, so this is going to be a good game between the Bears and the Mountaineers, and uh, we do have West Virginia winning at 37 point, uh, let me see, 37.9. All right, let me see if my uh, good friend Ross DeBoss is in yet. Nope, hopefully um, hopefully I gave him the right uh, <laughs> link. Hey, and maybe, let's see here, Ross DeBoss. Check my messages. All right. <clears throat> so we'll just uh, keep waiting on this. Let me see. Nope. All right. We'll get uh, to the other game. Let's go uh, Temple against Central Florida. All right. So we uh, minus 23 and a half is the line. 46 and a half is the total. And we do like uh, UCF here tonight. 32 to 10. You'll run her landing on 46 uh, 43.6. So we do like it to go under the total. Looking at Temple's last game, a 24-3 loss to Memphis and UCF. Uh, 41-19 win against SMU. A game, I think that line was like three. So, uh, S, uh, yeah, Central Florida really uh, beat him up on that game. And just take another. There he is. I'll show Ross the boss on stream. Hey, where's uh? To be the man, you've got to beat the man. I don't know if you can hear. Can you hear that, Ross? 
No, no, and, uh, no. you can't hear the um, the the uh, the, the sound. It's the Ric Flair. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Okay? <laughs> yeah, because you are the man when it comes to NFL right now, Ross. You yeah. are absolutely. I saw your post yesterday. Number one, you're the number one picker uh, in the NFL, and I don't know where it was, but uh, hey, how you doing, by the way? <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. How about yourself, Brian? Yeah, how, how about? The Ottawa Senators and the Buffalo Sabres tonight, buddy. Yeah, no, that's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward yeah. because I said Buffalo finished a little bit stronger last year. They gave a little bit of uh, confidence yeah. to their fan base. And um, you know what? Uh, I'm really interested to see how Buffalo is going to act this year. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I like what's going on there. I mean, matter of fact, yesterday they just extended uh, Donnie Granado's contract, the head coach. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, he still had two years left, and that tells you how happy they are with him and uh, how happy they are with Kevin Adams um, as well, the general manager who's done a, a great job after inheriting a mess. And they really have a surplus of young talent right now. Uh, you Like you said, they 16-8-4 and four to end the season last year, uh, ended up fifth, uh, a distant fifth, um, at that in in that division but uh Ottawa you know I I mean it'll be a sure test for them tonight because Ottawa's uh Ottawa's going to be a much improved team this year with their offseason acquisitions Ron yeah it's it's unfortunate that Talbot's injured like our goalie yeah. so it looks like we're going to go with uh, Anton Forsberg tonight um not sure maybe Anderson for uh the the Sabres but yeah you know what Kevin Adams remember I remember him as a player and, uh, you know, some of these guys, when they, you know, good career, and but, you know, they get into the head office and, uh, wow, he's, he's doing a lot of good work. Like, you look at the young GMs, I think he's yeah. doing a fabulous job in, in, a, in a small market like Buffalo, right? Yeah, I mean, I, you got to give Pagula, Terry Pagula and Kim Pagula credit because they went outside the box for this one because usually you, teams, when they're looking for a new general manager, are bringing in somebody with, Either they're an assistant general manager, they were in some kind of administrative role uh, within the hockey department, and uh, former GMs, how many of them have we seen recycle over the years? And uh, they took a lot of heat when they hired Kevin Adams because all he was uh, was he was working in a minor capacity in the, within the Sabres organization with no general manager experience. And boy, lo and behold, uh, it looks like a nice hire at this point. We'll see if things continue to develop in the right direction. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a good week, week one of the uh, NA, well, a couple of games. Like last night, I watched that Montreal game against the um, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. That always makes me happy when you beat the Leafs. It's just yeah. an Ottawa thing. And yeah. I, always, I always rib our Toronto fans out there. But um, you know what? Um, the, the, there's one player I really like, and he reminds me. Remember Mats Naslin? Of the uh, Montreal Canadiens, yeah, a very small guy. Yeah, Number very small. Five. He was about five foot seven and one hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, Cole but, Caulfield reminds me of Matt Naslin. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I, that's a that's a great comparison. Yeah, no, the, the this he's a fun player to watch. All right, yeah. Ross. Um, before we get into college football, I know you want to talk about uh, NC State against Syracuse, and then we're going to talk about Jacksonville Indy. I was talking at the top of the show, and you know what? I'm just going to make sure that people can hear you because, you know, with these uh, do these shows, I, want, I just want to ask the audience, how's Ross's level? Can you guys hear Ross? Can you guys hear Ross? Because I just want to make sure. Can you guys hear Ross? Just want to make sure your decibels are good. Great call on that. Okay. Um, can you guys hear Ross? Ross is the boss. Hey, they, lo they love Ross the boss here. Um, but I think your levels are good. All right. So, I was thinking about this last yesterday and, uh, you know, going through all the college football games and there's, there's a few teams, you know, didn't have a great start. And you know, when you handicap college football and you see those teams that don't have a good start, but what's the old saying in, in coaching, right? It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Right? right. Right. Is there a couple of teams out there off a few slow starts that you would think, um, you might want to watch going now. I'll, I'll give you two teams and you let me know if, if th these are teams that maybe you would uh, classify as that, like teams to watch down the stretch. I think Purdue might be one yeah. of those teams. Yeah. And I think Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, University of Buffalo? Yeah. The University yeah, of Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, they got off to an 0 3 start and lost the Holy Cross for crying out loud. <laughs> and now they've won three straight. You know, and the most unpredictable, and I've told you this before, Ron, we've shared this discussion and on a couple of occasions. The most difficult conference for me 
to handicap in college football is the Mac. Oh, for yeah. that very reason, you you get teams that just look horrible, and then all of a sudden they turn it on. So yeah, and Purdue, I I wholeheartedly agree with. I mean, you look at their losses; they lost thirty five thirty one at home against Penn State, who's now a top ten team, and they lost uh, by two to Syracuse. I believe it was two or three. Uh, oh, it was a very uh, tight game right down to the end. Matter of fact, Syracuse scored with less than a minute to go to win that game. And Syracuse right now is undefeated at number 18 in the country, and so is Penn State, uh, top 10 team and undefeated. So, yeah, and you saw what they did the last couple weeks going on the road and coming away with wins. So I really like their quarterback, Aiden O'Connell. He's a really, really good quarterback and uh, something to keep an eye on going forward. One team I will mention, too, that falls in that category might be Texas because they started out 2-2, and and you look at their losses – they lost 20 to 19 at home to Alabama as a 18-point underdog. A game they played them dead even and had a chance to win. Uh, matter of fact, they had the lead late in that game before uh Alabama scored late to take the lead. And then uh, you know, the other game they lost was at Texas Tech. Uh, now Texas Tech's not a top-rated team, but it was 37-34 in overtime. It is a rivalry game. And they bounced back with a vengeance the last two weeks, especially last week, 49 nothing over Oklahoma, their heated rival. Yeah, no, you know what? Uh, Oklahoma, the thing, and we, you know, we talked about this before, when you get new head coaches who are coordinators, it's it's a different world. Like, it's just yeah. people like, you know, Venables I know is there at Oklahoma now. And now that you're in charge and you're doing press conference and you're talking to parents, you're talking to players, like, you're, you know, before he was like, talk to coach, I got to go watch film. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's not yeah. like that anymore. It's like, no. how am I supposed to watch film when I got to do all this administrative stuff? And this is why when I when I talk, when I I see coaches be a coordinator and a head coach, I scratch my head and I just shake my head going, you have no idea what you're doing. Like, you're, yeah. you're hurting your team. Like, Paul Police in Ottawa here, I know it's CFL, but he had too much on his plate. And it just, yeah. I said at the beginning of the year, I said, this is going to end bad for us. And look at us, we're 3-14 and 14 or 4-11. and 11. But, um, but hey, you know what? I mean, Andy Reid might be the exception to that rule. But, uh, <laughs> again, I don't know how much uh, Eric Bieniemy is really calling the plays there. Yeah. Uh, when I'm looking at Andy Reid, looking at his sheet and always talking into the mic, I, I, I got to believe he has a major input in the, in the play calling, right, Ron? Oh, yeah, and, and here's the thing. When you got these, and we have the same thing with Dave Dickinson in, in Calgary, here's what bails those guys out. Hall of Fame quarterbacks, potential yeah. Hall of Fame quarterbacks. When you got great quarterbacks, quarterbacks will bail you out, right? Like, you know, I know right now Mike Tomlin's getting a lot of, uh, you know, because the Big Ben's gone and they're, you know, they're struggling. When you lose your, your Hall of Fame quarterback, it takes time, man. It takes time because the quarterback is the general on the field. He's the one who's leading the offense. And it's not just the offense. It's the it's the tempo. It's the, the, the environment, the culture that they're setting as an offense, right? It, yeah. It's huge. But getting back to this, um, th- this, this uh, thing I was talking about, Ross, teams sure. that we want to watch now, it's October, right? It's getting a little yeah. cooler. It's this every loss now could really hurt your bowl uh, placings. And I'm I'm not going to go through all the three uh, win teams right now, but I'll mention just a couple of them. And you tell me if they're on the you know. Uh, Let me just add this in. I, I was going to say Oregon as well. Yeah, because. yeah, exactly. Oregon, yeah. that's a great one right there. Um, but okay, so here's an Auburn, a three you know three and three team. Are they going up or down? Hey, we'll do like the stock market. <laughs> down, there you go. Rastavos gives us a thumb down. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, I, you know what we want here? I know you can't hear our sound bites. Hey, eh? I want winners. I don't know if you heard that. I want winners. No, it's it's very uh, very low. Yeah. Okay. Um, Auburn. Yeah. Okay. So how about um, Wisconsin? Yeah. Down. Down. All right. Yeah. The Baylor Bears. Uh, they're they're on the rise. On yes. the rise. All right. Yeah. Um. Let me see another one here. Texas A&M, a three-win uh, team. No, nah, I mean they'll end up being a bowl team, but far from the expectations they had going in. What about the Fighting Irish, Notre Dame? Uh, they're getting better. You know uh, what, what's really improved is their quarterback play. So, you know, I'm watching the game last night, Ron. Real quickly, I'm watching this uh, Marshall game last night, and they're they're playing Louisiana Lafayette as a ten-point favorite. They lose at home, and I'm scratching my head. How did Notre Dame lose to this team? Yeah, uh, but it shows you in the last few weeks uh, what you know they're 
gradually improving with that new head coach, Marcus Freeman. Good for him. Speaking of new head coach, Wisconsin. Um, who's who? Are they going to hire? I don't know. Yeah, I, I would say that the favorite would be Jim Leonard, their defensive coordinator. I, I think that he's due for a good opportunity, and I think he'll he'll get it with uh, Wisconsin. And the last one, Ross, Iowa State. Iowa State is a weird team. Um, I was just handicapping their game against Texas this week. This is a team that really they're great defensively, but uh, they can't score, and that seems to be an enigma in the state of Iowa because yeah. their their heated rivalry with Iowa, uh, I, the Hawkeyes are in the same boat. Very limited uh, offensively, but great defensively. I would say in a conference like the Big 12, you're not going to get much better than you are if if anything get worse with that formula. Yeah, and didn't Iowa State play TCU a couple weeks ago? Uh, Iowa State. I'm trying to think. I think here, so. Right? I had them. I, I think it was a TCU, and we lost. They had a chance, but it's just the inconsistency of Matt yeah. Campbell, right? It's just you, you know, they, Matt Campbell. You, you want you want to see him like you know you get these jobs and you you want his name be involved in the big next job, right? But he just you got to beat those 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 uh, conference rivals. You got to beat the TCU's. You got to beat Oklahoma. You got to beat Texas. You yeah. got to beat those teams, right? All right. Yeah. Well, well he, I mean, he, again, uh, to, in his defense, he's had to replace a four-year starter at quarterback and Brock Purdy. And yeah, uh, true. Uh, I think if he has any fault in the equation, is he he didn't set anybody up uh, as a backup, you know, that, that was ready to take over because uh, look, they scored eleven points in each uh, eleven points or less in each of their last two games, and you're not going to win at the Big Twelve in the in the Big Twelve with that. Uh, anemic of an offense, Ryan. No. All right, let's stay in the same ballpark, Ross. Let's talk about NC State, the Wolfpack against the yeah. Syracuse Orange, the five and zero Orange. Dino Baber is getting these guys all fired up this weekend against NC State. Now the bookmakers making uh, Syracuse, uh, you can, whatever you can get, line at three and a half or four. I don't know what line you got. I got three and a half. Three and a half, and uh, forty-one and a half is the total. And uh, we got. I think this is going to be a great game. Syracuse off to a really great start. Hey, there's some big wins this year. You look, they they beat uh, Virginia, Purdue, 32-29, and Louisville first game of the year, 31-7. And you got NC State coming off a win over Florida State and uh, losing by ten to Clemson. What does Ross the Boss uh, see happening this year? Uh, this week, this, uh, this is a very intriguing matchup, Ron. And and uh, what was the tiebreaker with me is the emotion that's that Syracuse figures to have. A, uh, this is the first game since two thousand one in the dome and in Syracuse where two top twenty five teams square off. Oh right? wow! A lot of that had to do with Syracuse, right? Because they weren't ranked uh, for many of those years, but. Uh, lo and behold, here they are, number 18 in the country. They're facing a number 15 team in the land. The lower-ranked team is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I think it's justified, especially when you consider Devin Leary, the star quarterback for North Carolina State, who absolutely torched the Orange last year in Raleigh, uh, got hurt last week. And uh, he had his arm in a sling and uh, trying to get information about the readiness of a college football player being a uh, and a main player like a quarterback is it's easier to get information from the CIA. It's not like the NFL. They don't <laughs> have to disclose their injury report, nor go into detail of the extent of the injury like the NFL does. So um, I it's an expected sellout crowd. And if you've ever been in a game in the Dome uh, in Syracuse, it's it, they call it the Loud House, and that's for good reason. Um, NC State, as you alluded to. Uh, coming off a 1917 home win against Florida State that improved their record to five and one. Uh, the week before that, they lose to Clemson. So uh, they played two ranked teams in a row. Well, Florida State was ranked at the time they played them. And now they go to Syracuse, not knowing if they're going to have their starting quarterback or not. And coming off back to back tough games, as I just touched upon, and uh, they're facing a, a five and0 Syracuse team who is playing with rest as well. Uh, Syracuse's last game was against an FCS opponent. It was a real laugher, 59-0 over Wagner. They had last week off. And the Orange also coming to this game, like I touched upon, playing with revenge from a 41-17 loss at North Carolina State last week. Uh, here's the thing. Anytime you have a college football 
uh, undefeated team, and they're a favorite of three or more, and they're playing after game five of the season, which and playing with revenge, all under the uh, heading of Syracuse, and they're, ver- and, uh, they're facing a conference opponent who's coming off a straight-up win, and that conference opponent has a win percentage of 666 or better. Uh, those undefeated favorites of three or more uh, have gone 23-4 and four against the spread since oh, wow. 2001. Um, I'm going to take Syracuse here, uh, Ron, minus the three-and-a-half to make a statement against the NC State Wolfpack. Well, yeah, you know what? I like the pick. I like the pick. And you said it right there when they're coming off two tough opponents in Clemson, Florida State. And I can tell you, when when you come off two big games like that, you're beaten up. You're beaten yeah. up, especially in the trenches. And I, I expect uh, Syracuse will just, uh, uh, you know, maybe, you know, Try to beat up the, the box, like they beat up the, the linemen, and maybe yeah. with a, an established running game. But uh, I love the pick. I think that's a great pick. And uh, Syracuse, like you said, I've been there a couple of times. It is a loud building, and uh, those fans, and then they're at the tipping point. Remember we talked about the show? Those, those, uh, you know, you're at that tipping point now. A win now, just the momentum keeps going. I love the pick. I'm with you, Ross. I like Syracuse. Not only that, a win, a win just about assures them a bowl. Uh, they'll make, they'll uh, be eligible for a bowl game, which is news with the orange is they haven't uh, been in a bowl game for a few years now. And, uh, you know, it really tough stre- a stretch of games uh, coming up the last seven games. So they'll be challenged. And, and Ron, these are two of the better defensive teams in the country as well. Nobody would listen to me a few weeks ago when I said, watch out for Syracuse, yep. especially if you can catch him as a dog. Uh, but even as a small favorite in this spot, I'm, I'm on him. And, and even from recruiting point of view, Ross, um, the thing is, you win these big games, and then the, the bigger the bowl, the, it's easier to recruit. <laughs> you know, when you, you go know, to a big goal game. Yeah, and to make a point that you were making earlier is Dino Babers really has uh, given full throttle to his offensive coordinator that came over from Virginia, and uh, it seems to be play, paying dividends. So awesome. your point is uh, well taken. Yeah, what no, I'm, I'm with you, Rod. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold the rope and ride the bus with you on that one. All right, let's uh, let's switch it to the NFL. Let's go to the. <laughs> you like that one? Hey, the crazy analogies on the rain report, right? Yeah, hey, um, man. I'm telling you, Canadian guys got more phrases. To make oh yeah, that, it's, uh, my grandmother. Uh, my grandmother's had the best one-liners. All right, minus two and a half Indianapolis Colts against the Jaguars. Jaguars uh, last week, a uh, I guess you can say a little bit of um, a disappointing loss to the Texans, thirteen to six and uh for indianapolis that's i think people are still sleeping from that game 12 to 9 <laughs> hey, hey, hopefully people woke up hey yeah. hey game's over you can go home now all right uh <laughs> all right so you got the colts going into this one this will be a one o'clock kickoff against uh, jacksonville what is ross the boss like in this one well you know indianapolis uh big time revenge here uh they lost both games versus excuse me, they lost the last two against Jacksonville. Uh, One of those losses came on September 18th, as this will be their second meeting of the year against the Jaguars, and that was 24-0 at Jacksonville. And if you remember last year, Ron, all Indianapolis needed to do was win their final regular season game to be a wild card team in the AFC. And they went into Jacksonville as a 14-point favorite and lost that game 26-11. to 11. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they weren't even in it. So talk about big-time revenge. Now, yes, the recent struggles against Jacksonville is, are concerning. However, uh, the last four times these teams played in Indianapolis, the Colts came up on top each time and won by 10.7 points per game. And this is an Indianapolis franchise, Ron. That's 46 and 14 straight up in their last 60 division home games. And uh, when you're laying just two and a half, those straight up numbers take on uh, additional value considering uh, the low number. And uh, Jacksonville, like you said, coming off a 13 6 home loss to uh, Houston last week. And that was a Houston team that was 0 and 3. And uh, they're 0-2 straight up in ATS in their last two games is Jacksonville. Even more concerning than that mini funk they're in is uh, during those two losses, a minus six turnover differential. Uh, On the other hand, this is Indianapolis, who's coming off a 12-9 win at Denver in that that thrilling game that Ron was referring to. (laughs) And uh, 
Here's a uh, NFL betting angle that I have on this game. Anytime you have an NFL team like Indianapolis, that's plus two to minus two and a half, excuse me, plus two and a half to minus two and a half uh, in terms of their point spread uh, parameter. And they're facing an opponent coming off a division loss like uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are. Uh, They lost last week to Houston. Those, uh, NFL teams that are plus two and a half to minus two and a half, like Indianapolis, have gone nine and zero straight up in ATS since 2016. That's good enough for me. It puts me over the top. Not the sole reason why I like the game, uh, but a culmination of reasons that uh, lead me to say take Indianapolis minus two and a half at home over Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm with you, Ross. I'm looking at the uh, the schedule for the Colts, uh, Texans in game one. Uh, Texans, they had the Jaguars, they had the Chiefs, you know, the tough Chiefs, the Titans, the Broncos. Um, you know, there the wasn't a great, like, uh, that's a tough schedule right out of the gate, right? Especially yeah, the Chiefs at home. The Chiefs, you know, so it's it's like their toughest game was against Kansas City, and they yeah. won that one. Uh, but they tie to Houston, they get shut out at Jacksonville. Uh, they need some consistency, and I think it starts at the quarterback because Matt Ryan, quite frankly, Ron, at this point, uh, has not played well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can't I got to believe that he's going to turn around and get on the same page with Frank Reich as at some point. Um, and it might be this game here. Yeah, I agree with you, Ross. 100 percent. All right, buddy. Hey, you know what? Um, <laughs> I was showing the people your record at the beginning of the show. Uh, what what a great start you're having. And uh, well, I'm not surprised. Right. Because uh, this is what you do. And you've been doing this for many, many years. And folks, I'm telling you, if you guys want to just get on a winning track and try to uh, give, if you want to give a handicapper a shot, this is the guy you want to get on with uh, in the NFL. You can see last week he had the Raiders on Monday night, Cincinnati, uh, Washington, a tough, tough loss, could have won. Chicago Bears over, Buffalo. Ross, a great, great start to the season. And folks, if you want to get Ross's picks, Ross, where can they get your picks for this weekend? Well, I would encourage you to go to ATSStats.com, and uh, Ron will give you the instructions after I'm done talking exactly how you can get my picks there. But, uh, folks, off to a 21-10 and 10 start in the NFL. <laughs> um, good for wow. 68%. We're currently ranked number one at Sports Memo. Uh, Sports Memo, by the way, is a sister site of Wager Talk, so it's all under the same roof. Um, also uh, highly ranked uh, on every site I'm on right now, yeah. if not at the top, right near the top in the NFL. So a dream start in the NFL. I'll have four to five picks again in the NFL this week. Uh, in addition to uh, tonight's game, uh, I have a winner, Washington and Chicago. You can get it right now at ATSStats.com. Uh, I would encourage you folks to go to my website, rbwins.com. Uh, I do uh, YouTube videos every day with some really good handicappers from across the country, uh, five days a week, all free picks. Uh, Check me out there at my homepage, rbwins.com. You'll see all the videos there. You could also buy my subscription plans there, as well as Ron's site. So, folks, if you're watching this program, give it a shot. 21 and 10, 68% over five weeks. Um, I don't know if I'm going to continue at that pace all year. uh, that, that's a tough uh, pace to keep up, but I do know that I'm going to be a winner at the season's end, and that includes right through the Super Bowl. Invest some money uh, you're, instead of gambling your money. Invest yeah. with somebody who knows what they're doing like myself and Ron. Yeah, and you know, you know, when you get a handicapper like Ross and, and we run the show, uh, I don't need to go in Herb Tarlick mode because I don't need to sell anything. It's just the records speak for itself. Yeah. And it's just you sit here and you can tell people until they, 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 you know, like I say, hold the rope and get on the bus and, and, and kick the tires and try it. They will see for themselves, right? And I think, Ross, if people would, would just uh, get, you know, just give it a shot, give it a chance, and they will see. They'll be very happy uh, with your selections at the end of the day. And, uh, yeah man so so happy you're on this show because uh you bring so much information and you're getting a lot of love here in the bullpen you're getting a lot of thumbs up ross the boss so hey a big hit ross you're a big hit here with the uh, the rain report to army so uh I, I always appreciate you coming on on thursday thursdays are fun right if i can make ross laugh on a thursday then hey, uh, man, i'm a- telling you yeah, Ron, you can make me laugh if I'm on an own 16th Street. So, <laughs> you know, and like I said, you know, with the with the 21 and 10 in the NFL, folks, like I like to say, look, numbers don't lie and liars don't figure. 
Yeah. So. And with that, hey, Ross, have yourself a great weekend. And uh, we'll talk about uh, your uh, next Thursday, uh, how the uh, the weekend went. And hopefully all your winners are yours this weekend. And uh, hopefully it's sunny and sh- uh, sunshine over there. It's raining here in Ottawa. It's not yeah, a good... It's raining here. It's yeah. raining here. So yeah. anyway, uh, Ron, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And to all the folks out there, good luck and God bless, folks. All right, that's Ross Benjamin, everybody. Thanks for uh, coming on, Ross. And again, guys, you can get Ross's picks right here on the website at atsstats.com, or you can get it also on the um, uh, Ross's site, rbwins.com. And so Ross likes Syracuse um, minus three and a half, and he also likes the Indianapolis Colts. So I, I agree with both picks. I think that uh, Syracuse game, and the thing I can tell you from coaching university football, Anytime you play these these big Division One A football teams like you know Clemson, Florida State, and you play the we call the the biggies, hey, anybody who knows football knows what the biggies means, right? The the the, the big uh, the big guys in the trenches, you get beat up, and it takes sometimes you know you can ask anybody who's played offensive line, defensive line in, in Division One football, it takes maybe a couple of days to recuperate from a weekend of pounding, right? So um, you no, know, I like the I like the pick, and hopefully it uh, turns out to be winners for you guys here today. All right. That was Ross the Boss Benjamin, and I love the selections. And again, you can always get Ross's picks right here at ATSStats.com. Go to Picks, go to Ross Benjamin, and you can see his record right there. All right, let's uh, get on with the show. Let's uh, let's get some Allen Iverson time here. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? No, it's not silly at all because we are talking about the 80% club stats. And uh, let's see if we got any good 80% club stats today in Major League Baseball. Got a few games. Uh, the over, 12-2 and two for the Guardians as a pick in the 120 road underdog after a conference game the last four years. The Astros, hey, the Astros love Thirsty Thursdays. Look at that, 20-4 on a Thirsty Thursday the last two years. And uh, let me see here. Let's uh, do another one for the, uh, there we go, Astros, 13-3 and three as a 140-160 home favorite versus division opponents the last two years. And let's see if we got any good NFL stats for this week. In fact, you know what? I'll get, I'll save the NFL for tomorrow. I'll save the NFL for a uh, NFL football friendly Friday, and we'll give out our uh, our stats and trends today. But uh, check the website today. I'll take the top 10 NFL trends and I'll put them right here on the website. And speaking of the website, let's go to the top sports betting options in NFL for this uh, week. You got the Chargers coming in at number one against Denver. Chicago, look at that. Number two betting option against Washington tonight. And then you got Baltimore against the G-Men right there, minus five and a half. Those are your top three sports betting options right here at ATSStats.com. Don't forget, you can get my hockey picks for tonight at HockeyPicks.com. I still got i'm on the fence on a few games but i gave you guys my leans earlier on so if you missed the show go watch the replay and i talked about the uh, tonight's games but if you want to get my hockey picks tonight um the last couple years been one of the top scorers right here at hockey picks so you guys know what i can do in the with the little puck action right all right there you have it that is the show today for a thirsty thursday october 13th ross the boss benjamin was on it's always great to have ross eh? ross brings that uh that calmness to the show and that pearls of wisdom and uh, let me see here colts the bears yeah gloria k gotta give uh, my good friend gloria k how's the weather in chicago gloria we were asking earlier put that coffee down coffees for closers and gloria k is a closer and uh let me see how the weather is timmy two shoes in the house how you doing timmy and uh, seattle astros under five for timmy two shoes telly 21 and 10 record that's impressive yeah ross is uh hey it, it, just go look at those sites that he talked about you'll see his record right there and uh yeah so hopefully it's nice and uh, not too uh, cold tonight in chicago between the commanders and the chicago bears all right that's the show that's a wrap and uh, we'll be back here on a football friendly friday and uh, hopefully you guys have yourself a great rest of your evening and uh, Beautiful day for baseball. You be the man. You gotta be the man. Joe, all the Chiefs. Ohms, 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 Ohms. I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Three cash, homie. Holy cow! It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. What the hell's going on out here? Woo!
time cause Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs?